Well, welcome back to another Stand on Guard with David Creighton. And I am your host, David Creighton. And uh, I hope you've been watching lately. We're trying to keep the the excitement of the political experience alive all summer. Because as I've said before, strange things happen in Ottawa during the summer. Because all of the MPs go home to the writing. No more question period. And people somehow think the news stops being made. But of course, that's not true at all. That's never been true. And besides, is there really any news coming out of question period every day except that the government denies this or refuses to answer this question or makes this outrageous statement about climate change or whatever is on their minds that day instead of really addressing the chief economic issues? All they read is talking points. So you know what the result of that has been? And you're going to find out in a minute what the result of that has been <laughs> because it's it's resulted in an upheaval against prime minister justin trudeau he can literally can go nowhere so far anyway in canada without being heckled and received protest and this one he received in belleville which is coming up i think is astronomical in terms of the incendiary comments and the anger. I didn't even see this directed at his father, <laughs> Pierre Trudeau. I'm old enough to remember Pierre Trudeau <laughs> when I was very young, very, very young. And Justin Trudeau is getting a, you know, verbally assaulted everywhere he goes because people are just fed up with him spewing the same woke nonsense, the talking points over and over and over and over again. And people just say, why don't you wake up? and realize the country is headed for catastrophe because of your policies and the economic developments are all bad. You know, and, and Christia Freeland, as deputy prime minister, had the nerve yesterday to say that inflation's going down. Everybody with half a brain in this country knows that's not true. They're, they are watering down. They are, they are fixing. They are fixing the inflation rate numbers. To make it look better. I don't know how exactly they're doing it. Whether they're they're quantifying it in a manner that looks positive on this government. And we all know that's not true. I mean, good God. I went to Subway yesterday. And I spent, I'm not going to tell you how much. But <laughs> two submarines. Nothing else. It was outrageous, but and they're not the only ones. I mean, you go to you go to a fast food restaurant and you're paying fifty dollars sometimes for two people. And tell me the inflation rate's going to, going down. I, I don't buy it. Go to the grocery store. You know, the maple syrup I bought four months ago for nine dollars is now is now fourteen, or actually started at fourteen. Now it's nineteen. And so don't don't tell me, you know, everything is just fine. So this is what Trudeau is getting back. The pushback is incredible wherever he goes. Now, and I'm going we're I'm not going to tell you what where we're going from from here because you got to keep watching. <laughs> because Trudeau's getting pushback from ordinary Canadians, but he's getting support in areas and from people you would least expect it from. But we'll get to that in a minute. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need 
political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Thanks for watching, Craden's Right, by the way. We really appreciate you here. But watch this. And I have to warn you, the language here is very foul at times. It's very, <laughs> it is, you know, I, I, I issue a language warning because there is, there is foul, profane language here. And obviously by people who think he deserves it. But nonetheless, you, you need to be aware of that. And it's my duty to inform you of it. Wow. Thank you so much. Justin is trying hard to be oblivious to it. Yeah. That's a reference, of course, to the LGBTQ agenda ideology in school. I have to stop it there. You're an effing commie. Well, that's what they used to say about his father, who, who actually was a communist in his younger days. You know, apparently had a Damascus Road experience and decided he was not a communist anymore. He was a liberal. Uh, <laughs> and in those days, the Liberal Party was not as far-leaning left as it is today. So it's, it is fascinating that they're, they're applying that you know, which should be, that is a horrible term to apply to anybody. This communism is evil. So people feel pretty strongly about this. I warned you about the language. Pretty fast. Yeah, that's uh, that's astounding, and I'm still and I still haven't shown you where Trudeau's finding his friends, and that's that's coming up, and the most unlikely sources, by the way. But I think you're going to be surprised where Trudeau's supporters are coming from, and the place you would expect them least. But believe it or not, it's happening. Now, 
you remember how Trudeau was always touting how he's, you know, he wants reconciliation with with uh, First Nations people, with Indigenous people in this country, and he's even prepared to go so far as to change the national anthem to our home on Native land, which is like a sacrilege to say that. What BS? What BS? My God, you know, it was the people who founded this country developed this country and we all own this country together now whether you're indigenous or you're white or black or hindu or sikh it doesn't matter we're all canadian unhyphenated but justin Trudeau doesn't believe in that he is an identity politician he wants to divide and conquer he wants to segment he wants to separate he wants to grind people down and have collective rights instead of individual rights. We're not equal under the law. We're unequal under the liberal government. And believe me, we're all going to suffer because one right ultimately surpasses another right, then that right surpasses the other right. And we have overriding rights because they're not based on equality. They're based on equity, which is artificially advancing one group over another. That's what equity means. It doesn't mean equality. It's, in fact, their exact opposite. So that's what Justin Trudeau is about. And But the thing is, all of his work with Indigenous peoples, they're saying, go to hell, Justin Trudeau, because all we really want is to be equal. And we want to have jobs so we can afford to live in this very expensive society that you have made. We've been waiting for this moment a long time. Hello, my friends. All right. So he can't even keep the indigenous people happy, despite pandering to their chiefs, pandering to their leadership, pandering to the people who actually are screwing the average First Nations person, the average indigenous person is getting nothing out of this. Because the chiefs are skimming the profits, as usual. The corruption is in the chiefs. And what we need is equality in this country, not apartheid. Not apartheid. And that's exactly what reconciliation is all about, apartheid. But where is Trudeau getting his support? Who is supporting Justin Trudeau like nobody else? Who's saying great things about him? Well, my God, conservative people so-called conservative people like John Baird. My God, you remember John Baird? Very prominent conservative cabinet minister under Prime Minister Stephen Harper. He can't say enough good things about Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I can't believe this. Except Baird is the same one who said he loved Hillary Clinton. He was supporting Hillary Clinton in 2016. Because Baird is not a conservative. Anyone who knows anything about the man knows he's not conservative in his private life, and he's not conservative in his public life. Listen to this. Listen to this ass. It's uh, my great privilege to introduce one of the most successful political leaders of our generation. A number of years ago, I visited, after leaving politics, I visited the Philippines, and uh, it was shortly after uh, Prime Minister Trudeau attended the APEC summit in uh, Manila. I was uh, getting a ride back to the airport from a car from the hotel, 
And the driver paused and asked me, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Canada. And he said, oh, we love Canada. We love your Prime Minister. Uh, I smiled. I paused. <laughs> I paused. And I said, why? And he said, your Prime Minister was here for the APEC summit, and he was named the APEC hottie. <laughs> I told this to Stephen Harper, and he was very depressed. <laughs> Diplomacy, though, is all about promoting our values and our interests. Bonjour, mes chers amis. Merci, John, pour cette introduction, et merci aussi pour tout ton travail. You know, it's uh, really important that Canadians continue to engage constructively across political spectrums in promoting Canada. And, you know, for a country that says diversity really matters, diversity of perspective, diversity of stories, even diversity of political parties sometimes uh, uh, matters. All right. You hear this, this idiot, this moron. He goes on about diversity. Remember, he says diversity is our strength, whatever the hell that means, because it's a meaningless phrase. Because diversity can encompass anything you want. Anybody can be diverse. Child molesters can be diverse. Is that our strength? No. But here's Justin Trudeau again, going on about diversity and how wonderful it is. And yet the last thing he mentions is diversity in political opinion. And he almost throws that aside like it really doesn't matter. We don't really have to have diversity in political opinion. And obviously, with morons like John Barrett up there saying he's one of the greatest leaders of the century, what kind of diversity is there? I have never been more embarrassed about the Harper government to see this guy up there lauding Justin Trudeau, propping him up, propping him up, when everybody else in the country is saying, get the hell off the public stage because you've worn out your welcome. You know, at least his father had the smarts to say, well, you know, when the public is this mad at me, maybe I shouldn't show up. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I shouldn't go to public events or try to exploit public events like he did in Belleville. Going to a farmer's market when the price of food is escalating every day. Is he that stupid? Does he have that monumental nerve? Yeah, yes, 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 he is that stupid. Yes, he does have that monumental nerve. But at least Pierre Trudeau no, knew that when things got hot in the kitchen, it was time to go to the living room. And he would go on his canoe trips, actually with a very famous CTV reporter most of the time, because he was always in bed with the, with the media. And he would know it was time to go for a little trip to get out of the public eye, because he was that perspicacious. His son lacks any perspicacity. His, his son lacks any intelligence, actually. But I've saved the best for last, because where is Justin Trudeau getting his support from? All right, former conservative cabinet ministers and a former conservative prime minister who has said nothing good about the current conservative leader, Pierre Polyev. In fact, he said nothing at all. But he's taken this opportunity on June 20th in Nova Scotia to laud the achievements of Justin Trudeau. And I'm gonna stop the video, the comment at certain points because it's unbelievable what he says. What Brian, it's incredible, it's beyond belief. 
as incredible used to mean. It's beyond belief what Brian Mulroney actually says about this decrepit invalid of a prime minister. History is only concerned with the big ticket items. The big ticket items that have shaped the future of Canada. By way of introduction, let me mention a few of the... What the hell has, has Mila Mulroney been doing with herself? I mean, good God, she looks the same as she did when Brian Mulroney was prime minister. Uh, a lot of Botox going on or something else. Big ticket items that our guest speaker tonight. This is far from the trivia and the trash and the rumors of Parliament Hill. Let me deal with some of the items that our guest speaker has had to deal with during his time in office. Amazing. First, the pandemic. The greatest challenge that any prime minister has happened to deal with for Canada in 156 years. All right, you, you heard Brian Idiot Mulroney just say that the pandemic, this nothing pandemic, was the greatest challenge to any prime minister in 156 years. So two years of, of these idiot lockdowns and people wearing masks and running around afraid of dying from a virus that only killed old people was the greatest challenge in Canadian history in 156 years. Now, what does 156 years encompass? Uh, well... I can name three events to begin with. First World War, the Great Depression, and the Second World War. And here's a fourth, the Cold War. So all of those things paled in comparison to this COVID-19 pandemic. And Justin rose to the occasion, did he? Yes, by, by locking up people, <laughs> by, by coming down hard on the Freedom Convoy, by by insisting people get this vaccine or they can't work? That's rising to the occasion, is it, Brian? You are a disgrace as a former conservative, as a former prime minister, as a Canadian, you're a disgrace. This is remarkable. And everybody says that our prime minister and our premiers conducted themselves as well as anybody else around the world. So these are the big ticket items, some of them. Yeah, well, I don't know if your false teeth are falling out there, Brian Mulroney, but your brains fell out a long time ago to say something so stupid. Nobody was worse. Nobody in the Western world, perhaps even including China, was worse than Justin Trudeau during the pandemic. His idea was to lock people down and enslave them and to bring the police force down on protesters, peaceful protesters. That's what Justin Trudeau is all about. You are a disgrace, Brian Mulroney. That I think historians will reflect on, not the nonsense you read about in Parliament. Oh, what's the nonsense? Is the nonsense about Chinese interference in Canadian elections that probably got Justin Trudeau his last minority government? Is that the nonsense you're talking about, Brian Mulroney? Or, or perhaps it's the nonsense about people not being able to afford their homes because interest rates are going up. Oh, how about the carbon tax? Is that nonsense too? Is it nonsense that people can't afford to drive to work anymore? 
can't afford to fill their gas tanks, can't afford to heat their homes, can't afford to keep the air conditioning on in the summer. Is that nonsense too? Is that the nonsense you're talking about? No, the big ticket item is how well Justin did during COVID. What a joke. But the big, serious stuff. Big, serious stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid I can't take you... I can't take you seriously anymore, Brian Moroni. This, this, your little dissertation there was not only a disastrous, catastrophic revelation of how former conservatives view this current prime minister, but is utterly bankrupt in terms of its moral and ideological design. You have nothing to say to Canadians that is not absolute BS. And I'm tired of listening to you. And I think most Canadians are just as they are tired of listening to Justin Trudeau. Anyway, this I have been so outraged by these videos that I had to bring this to you today. And because this is the sort of nonsense that is continuing to bring this country down. God help us. But thanks for listening today. Thanks for supporting independent journalism like this. Ring that bell. Please subscribe because it matters so much to a small station. Like I can't compete with some of the bigger elements. I'm writing for some great media right now, the post-millennial human events, epic times. But this is my independent station. I've been a journalist or communications guy my entire career. And I've never seen things worse than I do right now. We are, we are headed for catastrophic economic times domestically in the foreign policy of this Trudeau government, which is aligned to that of the Joe Biden presidency in, in the United States, is leading us to nuclear war, which is even more catastrophic than the economic developments that we see with interest rates and carbon taxes and things like this. So support this station so I can continue to get this news out to you because we need to know what the people, the real people are saying about Justin Trudeau and what the political hacks are saying about Justin Trudeau. And believe we heard two political hacks today. I have no respect for either of those people after that. It's time to resolve, to resist. And that's what we need to do in this country. And that's what we're going to continue to do in this station. So I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you for watching today. I think we've got the information here that people who watch the nightly news aren't necessarily getting. And that's the point. And that's my goal, is to give you that information. So... For Creighton's Right, from Stand on Guard, I'm David Creighton, and I'm just happy to be able to talk to you again this week, and I'll be back again soon with more information. Thanks for watching.